Welcome to a special edition of Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. The surgeon came out, of course I was asleep, didn't know any of this, and said, we can't find cancer in her anywhere. God loves all of us, and God has already provided for all of us. God heals all His children. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. TODAY I'M GOING TO DO SOMETHING VERY SPECIAL. AND WE ARE JUST WANTING TO GLORIFY THE LORD THAT HE HAS PROVIDED HEALING FOR OUR BODIES. AND TYPICALLY THE WAY THAT I DO THAT IS TO TEACH THE WORD OF GOD. FAITH COMES BY HEARING AND HEARING BY THE WORD OF GOD. BUT IT ALSO SAYS IN REVELATION CHAPTER 12 THAT WE OVERCOME THE DEVIL BY THE BLOOD OF THE LAMB AND THE WORD OF OUR TESTIMONY. AND WE'VE GOT SEVEN DIFFERENT VIDEOS HERE THAT HAVE AN AVERAGE, I THINK, OF FIVE TESTIMONIES ON EACH VIDEO OF PEOPLE WHO'VE BEEN MIRACULOUSLY HEALED. AND THIS WEEK, I'M JUST GOING TO PLAY SOME OF THESE VIDEOS. THEY ARE REAL FAITH BUILDERS. AND ON TODAY'S PROGRAM, I WANT TO PLAY NIKKI OSHINSKY WELLER'S TESTIMONY. THIS IS THE ONE THAT STARTED IT ALL. BACK IN 2001, WE SAW THIS GIRL MIRACULOUSLY HEALED. AND IT JUST TOUCHED ME SO MUCH, I ASKED STEPHEN BRANSFORD, OUR MEDIA DIRECTOR, TO GO AND SEE IF HE COULD CAPTURE THIS STORY SO THAT HE COULD SHARE IT WITH OTHER PEOPLE. AND I TELL YOU, THIS, NIKKI'S TESTIMONY HAS TOUCHED TENS OF THOUSANDS, MAYBE HUNDREDS OF THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE, AND NEARLY EVERY SINGLE PERSON THAT WE HAVE A VIDEO ABOUT THEIR MIRACULOUS HEALING, NIKKI WAS A PART OF THEIR HEALING. THIS WILL BLESS YOU. IT'S A GREAT TESTIMONY. SO WATCH THIS AT THE END OF OUR PROGRAM. I'LL COME ON AND SHARE WITH YOU ABOUT HOW YOU CAN RECEIVE NOT ONLY NIKKI'S TESTIMONY, BUT ALL OF THESE TESTIMONIES IF YOU DESIRE TO. LISTEN, AND I'LL BE BACK AT THE END OF THE PROGRAM. THE BEGINNING OF IT WAS, I WAS 14 YEARS OLD, AND WE HAD GONE TO WEDNESDAY NIGHT SERVICE. TWO CARS IN FRONT OF US uh, WENT OUT OF CONTROL, HIT THE MEDIAN, AND CAME BOUNCING OFF THE MEDIAN across us, now going sideways, backwards, in every way except for forward. And I slowed down. The accident, what a weird thing to have happen on the way home from church. I mean, life is wonderful, and then all of a sudden, bang. We were hit right where I was. The car hit us from behind. We spun around. I slammed against the window. Then we came to a screeching halt. We couldn't hardly talk because of the fear of the accident. Um, it was raining, it was dark, there were other cars involved. We just lumped up in the back seat and started singing. Um, everything's going to be all right. When the ambulance arrived and the police arrived, Mom was in the back seat trying to comfort me. And we were singing, I've got a feeling everything is going to be all right. I'm going to cry. As, as the ambulance went on, and I knew in my spirit that something had changed, but I knew it was going to be all right. ABOUT SIX MONTHS AFTER THE ACCIDENT, I HAD A PAIN IN MY LEFT HIP, AND IT JUST STARTED HURTING AND HURTING. NOT ONLY WAS HER HIP HURTING, BUT um, SHE HAD OTHER WEIRD SYMPTOMS, LIKE HER LEGS WOULD BE COLD AND THE TRUNK OF HER BODY WOULD BE HOT. SO WE WENT TO THE DOCTOR THAT EVERYBODY GOES TO FOR SNIFFLES AND SPRAINED ANKLE AND all that. And she took x-rays and poked around on my leg and said, I can't find anything wrong with you. So I went home and the pain got worse and worse. It eventually spread throughout my entire body. There were some points where 
Chris and I looked at each other and said, where's this going to go? One of the things that I noticed early that stopped was natural crying. Nikki didn't cry when she was in pain. She would lay in pain, but she quit crying after not too long. One day she told me though, she said, Mom, if I ever, if I ever start crying, I'm never going to stop. It just hurts too much. After about two years, I went to a rheumatologist, which I had seen the year before and had given me the diagnosis of fibromyalgia, which is the sister to um, chronic fatigue syndrome. But the opposite of it, because pain is more important than you being fatigued. Um, and so he had given me that diagnosis, and really it's we don't know what's wrong with you, so we'll call it this. There was no cure. There was no answer. It was if you had fibromyalgia, you had to learn to live with it. And we didn't want to accept that as an answer. There had to be something curable wrong. And um, he said, all I can do is give you sleeping pills to help her rest at night and pain pills to cope during the day. I remember for at least two years, between one and four in the morning, I would go to bed about 10. Then between one and four in the morning, mom would always end up having, I'd have to end up going, get mom or yell for her, you know, depending on what my body was doing that time. And I was living in this foil covered, sterile environment with a $300 air purifier and um, some distilled water in a glass jar because I couldn't drink from plastic because plastic would make me sick. And that was the sick room. When you're sick, a day is forever. And so many things can go wrong in a day when you're sick. Then people say, well, you do it for an hour. An hour is a very long time. If you watch a clock for an hour, it is a very long time. Well, you can do it for a minute. I can do it for a minute. If you ever sit there and I challenge you to get a clock out and watch the second hand go around for a whole minute, that is a very long minute. I used to tell mom I can do anything for half a second. Not even a second because you can measure it. Anything you can measure can be very long. <laughs> I can do anything for half a second with the grace of God. For half a second, I trusted God. And then for the next half a second, I trusted God. And then for the next half a second, I complained that my feet were hurting. And then the next half a second, I was convicted, so I trusted God. <laughs> Anybody can do anything for half a second with the grace of God. Something that she taught us through all of this is how to enjoy life. The moment, not, it didn't have to be big, it didn't have to be Disney World, it was the moment. Mom, look at that little girl. Look at that smile. Mom, look at that nice lady. You know, wasn't that sweet the way the checkout girl um, talked to me today? Or, I sure like wearing this blue shirt. You know, just the, the small, little, wonderful things that we all take for granted. If there's anything that made it work for me, it was her laughter every day. It might not have been for long, but it was always there. We had heard about a clinic that was specifically for uh, people who had symptoms that didn't connect with each other. When we went to that clinic and I started getting saline IVs, which I were allergic to, and started getting um, saunas, I is when it all sped up like fast forward. Her whole muscular tone 
absolutely went out the door. I was very shocked when I saw her because the last time I saw her was about four or so years ago and she was walking around her own power and, and uh, being able to, to function very well. I examined her as best I could. I couldn't get her up and move around because she was um, not able to do that. I was in a wheelchair full time. I couldn't feed myself. I couldn't dress myself. I couldn't get myself out of bed. I couldn't bathe myself or mom and dad did everything for me. It was a struggle to care for her like an infant and treat her like a 19-year-old young woman. We were 19 and I was feeding my sister food. I mean, that was stupid. Like you would feed a baby, I was feeding my sister. My hand had started atrophying like this and uh, my feet would turn inside. The doctors always commented how my feet would roll inward. They're supposed to roll outward when you relax, but they had atrophied inward. That's a sign of death. And I said, Lord, I've got to know, is Nikki going to die? Chris informed me that she really wanted to go to church because there was a guest speaker that night. I said, sure, go ahead, I'm here. We heard that Andrew Womack was coming to our church, and I thought, this will be great. I'll, I'll just go to Andrew. Mom took her cell phone for when I had to use the restroom because I'm close to Dad, but not that close. And um, she went to church. Andrew started out and he said, you know, I, tonight I would like to talk to you all about grace and faith. And I thought, oh good, here we go. Grace and faith again. How he shared the message of grace and faith was that grace was always there. Grace is always there. And faith is the name for our response to grace. And I'd never heard Faith taught like that before. And two and a half hours later, I called her and I said, Mom, I'm going to come home. I have to use the restroom. Hurry, I've been here too long. Andrew just got up, taught on healing. Then he said, all right, anybody that's in pain, come up. I ran up in front of the next person in line. I just, I just ran up there because I had no choice. I had to get home. I don't know who I cut in front of, but oh well. And I said, hi, Andrew, my name's Chris Oshinsky and I have a 19-year-old daughter at home, would you come and pray for her? And he said, well, sure. And Mom brought this tape home from Andrew's teaching that Wednesday night, and I listened to it. When he said, progressive miracles aren't the complete will of God, I didn't get offended, but I said, you're right, because I was afraid of being instantly healed because of where I was mentally. Even though I knew God wanted me to heal me, and I did want to be healed, don't get me wrong, but it had gone on for so long. <laughs> and he said, you know how you're saved by grace through faith? I understood that. But you're also healed by grace through faith. And Jesus died on the cross 2,000 years ago. And he did it, and you, he healed you then with his blood. And all you gotta do is take it and say, it's mine. He just wants you healed because he loves you. And I heard that and I thought, that's right! And I said, Mom, that was good. I'm really excited about tomorrow, Mom. And I absolutely knew that if Nikki could get a hold of this message and have the understanding that was in my heart, she would be healed. One of the standard conversations Nikki and I had for about two, three weeks before that 
was, Nikki, if you can just make your legs fall off of that chair so I can see your feet hit the floor, it sure would make Dad feel good. And she'd always say, Dad, I'm trying. I'm trying, Dad. And they never hit the floor. So the next day, Andrew was going to come over with my pastor, Pastor Rich. Andrew was going to come in just a few hours and it was all going to be over. Every promise that God had made to us was about to come to pass in a moment, in just a moment. When Andrew got to our home, he walked in very nonchalantly and calmly. He came in and Nikki was laying there just, you know, totally bedridden. And he said, hi Nikki, my name is Andrew and I believe you're going to get healed today. And I looked at him and I said, I do too. And I was like, if I could have gone like that, I would have. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. But I knew I was going to be healed. And Andrew asked the question, which he had asked everybody. He said, do you have pain in your body? And she said, yes. And he said, if it left, would you know it? I thought in the back of my mind, I don't remember what it's like not to hurt. I sure hope I know what it feels like when it leaves, but I'm not sure that I will. He uh, prayed for her and then asked her if the pain had left. The next thing you know, Nikki's saying, yeah, it feels better, except my neck. Well, Andrew didn't know she fell out of the wheelchair the week before and got whiplash. He said, oh, that's just the devil. He's a pain in the neck. So he rebuked it and it went away. And he said, well, get up and move around and see if it's gone. And I went to get up. Well, Nikki's laying on her back. She goes. She just shook all over her body. Nothing was working. He goes, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and uh, he said, well, we just have to pray about that. That's all there is to it. And he knelt down beside my chair and he said, well, can I pray for you? And I said, yeah, you can pray for me. And he sat her up. When he sat her up, she began to cry and wail from her belly, from her innermost being, like I had never heard her cry before. And I checked out in the spirit. This time I walked up to Jesus. Jesus didn't walk up to me. I saw myself walking up to him. Interesting, huh? He took his hands and he peeled all away my skin, layer by layer. He got all the way down to my feet. And when he got to my feet and he was like throwing away this dead skin. He rebuked pain in the name of Jesus. He spoke strength to her body. I felt so physically strong that I pushed Andrew out of the way. She took one hand on the covers and threw it back. She took her other arm and went straight across Andrew's chest and at the same time kicked with her feet to get those covers off. And those little legs came swinging off of that pallet and they hit the floor. And the whole house exploded. <laughs> Starting with mom. I was at the other end of the room screaming and jumping and, and, and just rejoicing. That was awesome, but it felt so normal. Happened like that. I was shaking. My muscles were going, what are you doing? But I did it and I was able to do it. And she got halfway across the living room and Andrew and Pastor Rich were there. And she looked at Andrew and she said, and, and I, I don't, don't want to shake, shake anymore either. <laughs> I was mad at that point. 
He had prayed righteous indignation in me. And he laughed and he put his hands on her and he said, in the name of Jesus' body, you be still. When I walked as smooth as day to mom, and she said, oh, mama, just as still and as peaceful, it was an incredible moment. And all I could do was thank God for changing our hearts that we could receive Him. Since then, I have not had one allergy shot. I have not had any major drugs. I have not had a chiropractic adjustment. I'm completely healed. <laughs> she had a miraculous healing. I mean, there's nothing short of a miracle here. This girl, in my opinion, was going to die. Healing is an avenue to people's hearts. I mean, everywhere Nikki goes, she starts telling somebody about her healing, like when she went climbing uh, a couple weeks ago in this big elevator. They told the guy there her testimony. What's amazing to me, it, it seems to touch lost people almost more than saved people. To be able to tell anyone what God did is the only way I can properly thank God for what He did. I could stand on many stages and say, thank you, Lord, for what you did. But it would be better served in the back of a grocery store. The lady I bump into and the Holy Spirit says, tell her what I did. And tell her, and she tells her friends, or she knows the next time her kid gets sick, who to turn to. It's all about the love of God. It's not because I was a special person, or because I was happy the whole time, or because I was a positive thinker. It was because Jesus died for me because He loved me. That's the end of it. I ran up to the church and got the audio tape of Andrew's teaching so that Nikki could hear it before he came to pray for her. And after she finished listening to it, we got her dressed. And as I was dressing her, I pulled her arm through the sleeve of the shirt. And I said, Nikki, today, this could be the last time I ever dress you. And she stopped and she looked at me and she said, uh-uh, mama. She said, on my wedding day, in the darkest times of when I was sick. One of the worst nights, to give you the edited version, I was in the bathroom for three hours and my mom was having to hold me up. And my, my legs, it was, it was hell. And all of a sudden, that's the night my, that God chose to give my mom a, a prophetic word about my husband. And she starts prophesying to me right there in the bathroom. Your husband will be like an eagle. He will always have lots of things in his pockets. He will be highly educated and he won't care that you had to drop out of school when you were 14. He will know more about the grace message than you do. She told me all these things about him. Then 
I met this guy <laughs> and it was like every part of me was confirming this is who God was calling me to be with. I say to him, why did you fall in love with me? And he says, because when I saw your video, you told me about the Jesus I know. You know my Saint Jesus. And the basis of our relationship is our love relationship with Jesus. And so we got married 11 months after I got healed. And he never knew me sick. He never looked at me as a person that was in a wheelchair. When we got married, we agreed we'd try to have kids after five years. And after a year of trying with nothing, our doctor sent us somewhere else. And we got sent to one of the top fertility specialists in Dallas. And he, I remember him sitting down after taking tests and looking me square in the eye and saying, you will never have children unless I give you this drug, this drug, these shots, that. We'll try that, but then we're probably gonna have to go past that. And so I went home to Mark and we said, okay, well, we'll just do the first level of fertility treatments that they said. We'll just do the pills and some shots. And we did it for three months, no babies, no babies. And Mark said, Nick, I need to tell you that God told us to have a baby. And I said, yeah, I know. And he said, he didn't tell us for you to take drugs and have a baby. He told us that we were gonna have a baby. And when you have the baby that God wants us to have, he wants you the strongest and healthiest that you've ever been to carry this baby. And I said, yeah, I know. I don't feel that way right now. I feel crazy. And he said, I think we need to stop and get you strong and healthy and balanced and then let God do what he said he was gonna do. Zachary was born a month before our 10th wedding anniversary. I remember the first thing when she held him that said, I gave you a son and we were crying together because it was, yes, it was, Amazing. Perfect. Whole. Ten fingers, ten toes. A son just like God had showed Mark that we would have a son and one day a daughter. And I remembered holding him and thinking, my body. God put him in my body. And it was awesome. He healed me because he loved me. And he showed my family the truth because he loves us, but he has been able to take our testimony and share it with other people and use it to show who he really is to them. Man, doesn't get better than that, does it? Man, that's powerful. And you know, this is an abbreviated form of Nikki's testimony. Actually, her testimony is the exception to all of the others. Hers goes about 50 minutes. And so we only gave you a portion of it. But uh, we are offering you this Healing Journeys number one. This is the one that has her testimony. It also has uh, three other testimonies on here. Listen to our announcer and then please call or write today. On today's broadcast, Andrew shared the healing journey of Nikki Weller. Nikki's story, along with several other compelling healing journeys, are available on the Healing Journeys Volume 1 DVD. This valuable resource is available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. Let me encourage you to get these uh, videos that have all of these testimonies on it. And you know, the scripture says, you overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb, the word of your testimony. I'm always teaching the word 
on healing and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. But when you can see these testimonies and hear these great testimonies, that, that is the word in video. I tell you, this will bless you and it's a great way to share uh, this he these healing truths with other people. So please listen to our announcer. We've got seven volumes here. They would be a blessing to you. Listen to the announcer and please call or write today to receive these materials. You can get the Healing Journeys Volume 1 DVD as part of the Healing Journeys package, which includes a total of 33 incredible stories packed into seven Healing Journeys DVD volumes. This package has a catalog value of $175, but you can get it today for just $125. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. You say in the name of Jesus, I'm not going by what I see. I go by what the Word of God says. There's more than just this physical realm. There's also a spiritual realm. I don't care what this looks like. I know what God's Word says. I was told that my life would be one of pain and isolation and that freedom wasn't even to be hoped for. I was told I was always going to be in a wheelchair. I was given three months to live before total heart failure. Hi, I'm Julianne Hartman from Los Angeles, California, and I was told that I would never recover from fibromyalgia. I was in and out of emergency rooms and spent over $300,000 searching for a cure to no avail. I was just about to give up when I discovered Andrew Womack on television. And Andrew showed me for the first time that by the stripes of Jesus, I was already healed. In a matter of weeks, I received my healing after listening to all of the teachings made available online. And today, 10 years later, I'm still walking in my healing and I'm not alone. I was healed of fibromyalgia and environmental illness. I was healed of Lyme disease. I was healed of lupus and heart failure. Because people like you partnered with Andrew Womack Ministries, we've all been given our lives back. We cannot thank you enough for your generosity, but there are still millions more out there seeking the truth that set us free. Will you help us bring this message to them? You can reach people like me who are trapped in their home, and not aware of the fullness of what the gospel says, that we can be free from everything the enemy tried to put on us. I would not be here if it wasn't for this ministry, and I just really encourage you to become a partner today. Why wouldn't you want to partner with Andrew Womack Ministries? Become a partner today. To help us set more people free, become a partner by visiting awmi.net slash give or call our helpline at 719-635-1111. We'd love to have you join us today. I'd like to invite you to come join us on August the 11th through the 14th for our 2020 Healing is Here conference. Last year was tremendous. We saw the dead raised. We saw people come out of wheelchairs. We saw thousands of people healed. And I tell you, during this coronavirus uh, problem that we've been having, we need healing. We need to understand these truths. It would bless you. So remember, it's August the 11th through the 14th in Woodland Park, Colorado, our 2020 Healing is Here conference. 
the trajectory of your life is about to change. Forget what has gone on in the past. Forget all the zillions of people that you've had pray for you. Forget all of the doctor's reports that have come against you in the past. God has a future for your life and it's good. You have to say it. The power of God is voice activated. And you have to speak words. All pain, Thank you, Jesus. gone now Thank you, Jesus. in Jesus' name.